Hello there. Thank you for joining us for another episode of On the Roof with Sunny and Tiff. Uh, we're recording this episode a few weeks out from Christmas and I think that's probably what's prompted the decision to have the conversation around Christmas um, is because we're in the midst of it at the moment and so, yeah, that this episode should be um, dropped probably just two weeks before the lead up to Christmas. And the reason why I, I wanted to talk about Christmas, but it was also something um, funny that Sunny and I both went, oh, let's have a conversation around Christmas. And I wasn't quite sure why Sunny was wanting to have a chat about Christmas. I knew why I was. And I thought, okay, good. This is a good opportunity for me to share some of the things that have been rattling around in my brain around Christmas over the last probably about month and a half. Um, here in South Australia, whenever the Christmas pageant happens in November, it's sort of when the whole festive season kicks off. And it was sort of around that period where I was like, hmm, I don't know how I'm feeling about Christmas anymore. And there's probably multiple reasons for that in that, you know, my, my children are now older we don't do the whole Santa thing anymore. Uh, I feel like I'm quite a different person to what I was even this time last year. So I'm just looking at it very differently. And one thing that keeps popping up for me, which I'm really hoping that maybe Sunny can talk me through her perspectives on this to help me see another side is that I'm feeling like I shouldn't be celebrating Christmas if I'm not religious. That, that's really what it really comes back to me about. And why? I think it's because I'm not really sure what the meaning of Christmas is to me and that's probably because there is no religious aspect of it. Sunny, I, when I say should I be celebrating Christmas if I'm not religious, what do you think? about that or you know when you're listening to me talk about my challenges with how I'm feeling about Christmas what are your initial feelings um I am not religious either and I feel that Christmas for me is all about magic and the Christmas spirit um outside of religion and I guess even just thinking about the religious side of it, I mean, the magic that happened when, was it Jesus was born? <laughs> is that yes. correct? <laughs> yes, it is. It, uh, no, offense, the of- no offense needed there. Um, I, yeah, I, get, I do get confused between Easter and Christmas in the religious meaning. But yes, of course, it was when Jesus was born. Um, I mean, that was magical. You know, if, if if you believe what happened on that night, that's magic. And so for me, that is the basis of Christmas for me. So I believe that, yes, you can. But, of course, it's your choice and, and everything we do has to feel good for us. So if you're questioning if it feels good for you, questioning how it makes you feel, then yeah, maybe it's it's an it's a way to remove some of the deconditioning you have around Christmas. Um, you know, some of those things will come up, I'm sure, throughout the conversation. Like for me, as a when I think about growing up, 
magic happened every Christmas by my mum having every single person at our house for Christmas every year. And I mean like um, ex-partners, like all of our children's dads, um, her ex-partners, parents, like every single person in our family was there for each other, for the children, for the magic of Christmas. And as I got older and my world expanded and I got to see how Christmas was in other families, like I was like, oh my gosh, like what my mum created each Christmas was magical. And she just had this space where everybody would come and enter and eat food and be together. And yeah, that, that is what I base Christmas on. And it was never about gifts or, you know, money being spent or stress or rushing around and seeing like spending your whole day driving around to different people's, you know, family members or it was never stressful or anything other than magical. So that's what Christmas is for me. Yeah. I I, I do like the feeling of or the outlook of Christmas being magical. I think there is that element that is probably what – Mate, is what people feel like when Christmas decorations start popping up in the shops and they start listening to Christmas carols, even if you think they're horrible, but there is something different to that type of music. The Christmas movies coming on the TV, you know, the Christmas lights on all the houses and everything. There is there is an element of magic to it, and I and I do see that, and and I've also seen that you know it sort of brings people together in a way, not just families. I think it also brings communities together. Uh, when you look at things like Christmas pageants and, you know, I was involved in through a, a job a few years ago, a local community's Christmas pageant. And it was incredible the amount of volunteers that were involved in that and the effort that went into making this event happen. And, you know, you'd be watching all the children just what you know lining the streets just watching this little local community christmas pageant which was basically just cars towing trailers with some dressed up people on the back <laughs> like it wasn't like the full big adelaide christmas pageant it was pretty basic but it was you know everyone was really enjoying it and i suppose i do see that side of it and and i do like that side of it uh, but then I can't help but also see the other side of it where it's like feels like this commercialized frenzy of, you know, like buying, buying, buying. And I don't know if you've ever braved a bloody supermarket on Christmas Eve after 9am, Sunny, but it's a shit show in those places. Like if you ever want to see the worst in human beings – be in the middle of a Woolworths aisle when you're all fighting for the last loaf of bread and it's like it brings out the worst of everybody. It's like, what are we doing? Why why are we all behaving like this? Like it's it's crazy. Mm. So yeah. yeah. I think that type of behavior as well is like that's there's so many elements around Christmas that are just ingrained in us. I remember like we would have to go shopping and stock up everything on Christmas Eve because the shops wouldn't open for like, you know, some of the shops wouldn't open again until after New Year's. So there was that necessity of it. And yes, I guess that added to the manicness of it. But that also like the opposite of that is that people actually slowed down and relaxed and had time off. Whereas now it's like people 
who lived through that still have that in the back of their head and they're rushing around like, oh, my God, I have to get all all of the shopping done because, like, tomorrow they're not going to be open, like, one day. And then guess what? Those people are still going to be, like, totally stressed off their head and in the shops the next day they open. Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> like, that is craziness and that is something that we all have to take self-responsibility for and actually go, hang on, is this behaviour necessary? Or is it just a routine ingrained autopilot action, which is causing me a huge amount of stress? Yeah. Well, you just mentioned it then that like I hadn't really thought of it from that aspect either, but it's like it is the time off. And I suppose that's, that is part of it that I do like is that it, in our society in Australia, we are one country that it, like has a public holiday for Christmas Day and the following day. And it does give a lot of people that time off and that break. And I think that's maybe what I remembered years ago was it was that that feeling of, oh, like take a breather. It's everyone's having a break. Everyone's got time off work and, you know, the shops aren't open for a while and everything. But now, like you said, the shops are back open on Boxing Day where people were fighting each other to get through the doors first and <laughs> there's, and there's more and more businesses and things that are all happening the day after Christmas so there's more and more people that are having to work in hospitality in retail at events or whatever it might be let alone you know like yourself when you worked in healthcare the hospitals don't shut on Christmas day so there was always people who had to work throughout the Christmas period but I feel like now that number is growing so it's not really the rest period that it once was so Maybe that's another bit yeah. of this for me where I'm just seeing like it's it's lost these elements that it used to feel like it had. Yeah, yeah. I can see why you feel like that, absolutely. Um, you know, even when I did used to work in healthcare and spent many Christmases and holiday periods working, again, it brings me back to that spirit of Christmas though and the magic, like even – even in those times, like it was just this, it was a magical time to be working because everyone was in it together. You know, all of the staff, you know, we all brought the Christmas cheer and we made it the best possible time. And for lots of people, you know, that was their family was at work or maybe they had patients, um, you know, patients who were in hospital at that time. Of course, there's so much sadness and you know, there's a whole nother conversation around Christmas and, and health and people who access the system during that time. But talking about an employee employer um, experience during that time, it was just another reflection of the Christmas spirit and the magic of Christmas when you worked in that, you know, that camaraderie. And so, yeah, I guess for me, I've always experienced Christmas to be a magical time. What did you experience, because I find this interesting and and I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but I remember being in my early 20s and someone telling me um, how many people used to go down to Victor Harbour, um, like a local seaside town near where I live and where you grew up, um, on Christmas Day and how there was quite a few businesses even back then, like 20 plus years ago, that would open because it was quite a busy day. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, who are all these people that are coming out and doing like touristy activities Mm. on Christmas day? 
And this person was like, well, Tiffany, there's a lot of people that don't celebrate Christmas. And I didn't freaking know that. Like little old dumb Australian, no religion, no real culture sort of person. I didn't understand how many people on this planet do not celebrate Christmas. And so when I was, you know, being the little research geek that I am, I was looking that up. And so in a planet of, I think we might have just ticked over 8 billion people, there's only around two, two and a half billion people that even celebrate Christmas. There's a lot Mm. of people that Christmas is not the thing that we experience in our lives, in our society, in, in our whatever this Australian culture is. And you have been fortunate enough to spend Christmases in other countries. So what did you experience there? Yeah, it's so interesting. I wonder if that figure... I wonder the two, how, how many billion don't, or how many uh, billion two do celebrate Christmas? It's about 2.3 to 2.5 billion people do. Mm. I wonder if that is based on like religion or just, you know, if someone asked me if I said, do I celebrate Christmas, as opposed to asking you if you celebrate Christmas, you might be a unsure but yeah I wonder if that's based on religion or just literally celebrating Christmas as in you know putting up a Christmas tree and buying gifts for families but regardless it's a very very small percentage of the population isn't it and yes I have spent Christmas in um, various parts of Australia but also in India and in Nigeria in Africa and in America in India and Africa Yeah, it was a real non-event. Of course, people still knew it was Christmas. And actually, I spent two Christmases in the US and one was with my African family there, Nigerian family there. And yeah, being, you know, they, they were religious families. However, the element of Christmas still wasn't really there. It was, um, and the same with India, you know, it it was, it didn't, the religion didn't really matter, I guess is what I'm saying. The religious side of it didn't matter. It was, it was a day that people didn't go to work, but a lot of people who owned businesses or still, you know, were able to work did, but it wasn't an event at all and yeah you know they're some of the most populated countries in the world and so that really did take me by surprise because again being yeah I was quite naive I guess and I really was surprised that oh shit okay well yeah like not everyone in the world celebrates Christmas like what I know so that was really quite it was very very obvious And then my second Christmas in the US was a completely different experience to my first one and I was immersed in like the most magic of Christmas I've ever experienced in my life. And, you know, that might sound surprising being that, you know, um, you know, America and all of the consumerism and that side of it, however... The spirit of Christmas was just like I have never experienced before. And my husband, every single year, who is American, every single year mentions it just doesn't feel like Christmas in Australia, regardless of the weather. <laughs> um, it's like it doesn't 
it doesn't feel like it. And he uses that word and that's how he expresses it. It's like the spirit of Christmas isn't here. I remember going on like trams in America and like you could see this neon flashing tram like coming towards me from hundreds of metres away and like the Christmas carols, like you could hear getting louder and louder as it got closer and closer and like the doors open up and the driver's sitting there like completely kitted out and Christmas decorations and like just the vibe and the magic and the, the joy and the happiness that everyone felt everyone I'm generalizing everyone that I saw and I'm not discrediting that this it's still not an enjoyable time for everyone but that Christmas cheer that Christmas spirit and magic was palpable even in the shops you know with it it was like the consumerism was kind of covered up with this layer of Christmas magic I don't know I mean that just might sound totally wanky but that is how it was and maybe it made people buy more like maybe that's the marketing strategy but I just feel that yeah like it was an American Christmas yeah was the most beautiful one I've ever experienced that's interesting that like about the Christmas spirit in Australia maybe that is sort of what I'm feeling is missing like the real true authenticity of what like Christmas we're doing Christmas because it's genuinely important to us it's special it's something that we want to do it's something we we've been told stories about from you know by generations of people in our families around how they celebrated Christmas and and had this this history to it or like I feel like that's lacking well definitely in my experience it's not like I've I've ever heard any storytelling around it. I feel like the spirit isn't there to me because it's just something we're doing because we're made to feel like this is this is a holiday on the calendar. This is sort of the idea of what you're meant to do and let's all just do it for the sake of doing it so that, you know, we have got something to do at the end of the year, something to participate in. It gives us a reason to go out and buy gifts. And I, and I love buying gifts for people. That That's not the problem. Like I actually do like gift buying. It's more, I suppose, this just feeling of why, like going a little bit deeper of, okay, what is it that actually makes this day special for me? and what I want to pass that on to my family because I'll admit right now that I just feel like I've raised three children that to them, if you said, what does Christmas mean to you? They go presents. I'm like, wow, I did a shit job of raising them on that one. <laughs> That's a pretty pretty uh, disappointing outlook on what Christmas oh. is, I think. <laughs> Don't be too hard on yourself, Tiff. I think majority of – I mean, I would say even – most, if not all kids would say that. Like, you know, it, it, uh, I said that as a kid. I definitely didn't say, oh, Christmas is about the magic and the spirit of Christmas. Like <laughs> I was all about the presents, you know, even if I only got one or two, that, that is what it is. And, yeah. but I think like, again, it's, it's, it's like the magic of it. And I don't know, for, for me, I love to slowly and like, you know, every day, maybe put another Christmas present under the tree and just, 
um, every Christmas Eve, like the kids or everyone can open one gift each or, um, and we still do like a family Kris Kringle. Like those are the, those small little things are, are really the only traditional things we do. And, you know, I guess that will be the kids' choice if they want to do that with their family. But it's like those little things are what, yeah, makes Christmas, yeah, I guess magical and even leading up to it, you know. So it's it kind of it expands on it. So it's not just like everything is stressed and rushed and like kind of heavy leading up to it and then one Christmas day or one Christmas morning even it's like oh my god like yay presents and then in the hour after they've all been opened it's like back to misery or you know (laughs) you know it's like yeah I try and do that as much as possible Mm -hmm. um so don't be hard on yourself but I think all (laughs) kids would say that and you know what you might be really surprised in what they actually what they think Christmas is about or what they think of it might be Mm. a lot more than that Yeah. And maybe that's something that I need to talk to them about and say, look, what, what do you want Christmas to mean to you? Um, aside from getting the predecessors, which I know that you all really, really like. And, and that's fine. I do understand that that's an element of being a child. You like getting presents and, and it's they don't get presents all the time and they're not like us where they have their own money so they can go and buy their own things whenever they want. Like this is one of those times of the year that they actually get extra things. And, and I do get that that's exciting and special for them. It's, I suppose, that element of as a parent going, well, I would just like them to actually think Christmas means something a little bit more than just getting a present. I would love them to understand that it's also about giving <laughs> and like whether that's giving presents to other people or giving something to other people I think is something that as I'm talking that, that that comes up as something that I would like it to mean. I have thought about it from that like the angle of maybe it needs to just be a celebration of the end of a year. Uh, you know, it's it's summer here in Australia. We love this this time of year, being able to enjoy a summer period where we get to wrap up the end of the year, look forward to the next year. And, and maybe what I need to do is just try and find some little rituals or things that we can do as a family that sort of bring some meaning back to it for, for me. And because I don't feel like mm. the rest of the family really do care, like they'll just go along with whatever. And I did mention to you before we started, like I haven't put the Christmas tree up this year. I haven't got decorations. I just haven't done anything. And because I haven't done it, no one else has done it. So that makes me go, well, does anyone else really like Christmas? Because no one's asked about the Christmas tree. No one's asked about where the decorations are out the front or anything like that. So it's it probably needs to be driven by me <laughs> because it seems to be that I've driven everything about Christmas leading up to this point. So yeah, I, I think having this conversation mm. is just making some things go through my head around, okay, what can I do, even though we're not religious and we're not going to have that element, well, I can't foresee we're going to have that element anytime soon. So what else can I bring in to our family to make this mean more to me and hopefully to them? Mm. And I think that's key. Like it has to be, I think if people are feeling something or or questioning 
you know, the time around Christmas. Um, and that can be for, you know, a huge variety of different reasons. I'm in lots of the, the mums groups and um, Facebook groups and things like that. I'm seeing a lot of trends in people asking what do other families, you know, what traditions do they have? Because a lot of families, especially I live in Melbourne and, you know, there's so many new families to Melbourne and maybe this is their first Christmas in Australia and people looking to start their own tradition. And those mm. things are outside of the, you know, the religious aspect of, of Christmas and even going to church, you know. So I think if they're for those who don't already have those traditions or that maybe are questioning the traditions that they currently have, I think it's so important that if there's a desire there to create something fresh and create something new, yeah, it must come from a place of, of joy within yourself, Tiff, as you wanting to lead that because, like you said, your family will just follow on. They don't probably give a shit. So it's why, like, you want to create this for yourself because in 10 years' time you'll, it probably will just be you and your husband, maybe, maybe not. But, you know, it's like it can't just be all around our kids as well. It's about something that, you know, we want to recreate or create an intention around how you want to spend Christmas every year, you know, and have some mm. really beautiful, sacred magic that happens. Yeah. Yep. And even the, like, just thinking about like down the track, like when my children have children, so you get grandchildren into the mix. And I do, I think about that. I would like Christmas mm. to mean something more like that. There's like these really, like you said, magical memories that you create at Christmas and what are they like and sometimes you do have to be intentional about what you're wanting to create there and it doesn't happen by accident it's just not like oh yeah this this tradition just rocked up and now we this is what we do like it's like probably looking at okay what's important to us what might be a little bit of fun what might make things a little bit more special what might make people interact with each other a bit more rather than just sitting on the couch playing with whatever present they got and then ignoring the rest of the family for the day um you know if if this is a celebration around family then for me i'm sitting here pondering okay how do i make that more special for everyone every member of the family and actually make it more memorable a memorable family event because coming together for a family meal I don't know like maybe for some families and some people where that doesn't happen very often I understand that maybe there is a level of specialness to coming together and having a family meal but I see my family all the time and we have family meals throughout the year all the time so it just feels like another family meal so what else can I add to a Christmas family gathering that's going to make it that more special and that more magical and something that I I selfishly I can look forward to but maybe it might be something that also my kids actually over the next few years start to genuinely look forward to Christmas for another reason than just getting presents Mm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. I feel the Christmas magic. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, like, mm. equally as, you know, our ability to create with intention what we want, it's like letting go of all of those things that we do 
for the sake of it that actually just cause so much stress and misery and the expectations, um, you know, that's been really massive in, in my family's journey around Christmas and just making it so much more enjoyable. Yeah, you know, with blended families and, you know, being so rigid in like kids here one year, there the other year or, you know, rushing around to all these different families and extended families like houses. Um, just, yeah, there's, there's so many things where it's a really great time to actually reflect and, on last year and go, right, well, do I – do I really need to do all of those things? And are the things that I'm putting in so much energy into creating and to make work, like what is the benefit of it and why am I doing it? Like is it just because that's what has always been done or what society is telling us to do and, you know, like, yeah, there's so many things like that and I know my husband and I, we've just – year by year, like unlayered all of those things. And our Christmases now are so simple and exactly how we want them. Like, and it just makes that, that magic so much more prominent and allows the, the spirit of Christmas to come out because, yeah, we just can override that by doing all these things on autopilot that, that don't even bring us any joy anyway. So, yeah, we're able yeah. to let go of things that, that, that aren't necessary as well. Yeah. Yep. And then I feel like that's where I'm at. Like it's just feeling the, well, not just feeling it, but wondering too much about why, why am I doing this? What is the purpose? What is the meaning? And if that has come up for me, it's come up for a reason. And I just have to trust that. And that's not to say that that's going to be the case for everybody. And I understand that this outlook that I have at the moment is actually, is not, there's not a lot of people I don't feel like that are actually genuinely questioning this. So I do feel like a bit of a minority and I get that. And one of my children did say that I'm being a bit of a Grinch and okay, I'll take that on board as well. So <laughs> not intentionally trying to I think so many people <laughs> would, I just think so many people would relate to you and unfortunately they like this time of the year is just like ramping up and no one even stops to question it it's like literally autopilot like people October November it's like ramping up ramping up ramping up and before they know it they're stressed they're manic they're you know all of the things planning all this stuff and so far away from the headspace of even being able to question anything and go hmm actually why am I doing this like and so yeah I really you know, honor your bravery for speaking up about it. And I hope that it, you know, just allows other people to be okay if they're having the same thoughts. Like, yeah. And, and I, I can understand you. Um, a big thing, you know, that comes up is, is around family. And my husband and I, we don't have any family in Melbourne. I've got family interstate and um, overseas. And, you know, we have spent years traveling and, you know, there was a period for a couple of years, we've had like an orphan Christmas here in Melbourne, which was great with lots of different people from all over the world. But we really had to get over the fact that unless we want to travel, that means that we're going to have a quiet Christmas. And are we okay with having a quiet Christmas that's not filled with family? And, you know, 
because is that like our conditioning around well Christmas has to be around family and the effort that that would take and our desire to do that and the stress that that might cause so it's like well do we can we just change or tweak our value and you know I'm sure as the kids get older like this year out of our four children we'll only have one with us on Christmas and and that's okay you know I'm totally at peace with that we are at peace with that now instead of you know we would in previous years be stressing about trying to make it work and trying to construct all of these ways that we could be around more family or or really putting constraints on everyone else for our values which we really had to then strip back and go okay well really all we want to do is relax and eat good food (laughs) yep Sometimes you just got to get clear on it, actually what it is that's important to you. And if that's what it is, then that's what it is. And it, and yes, you're right. That will look different to everybody as well. So it's getting clear on that. And for some people, it might be that there is, a, there is part of their family that they just long to see every year. And Christmas is the excuse that they have to pay the money to fly interstate or overseas to to be with family and and I understand that I can see that side of it but when you when you're talking about family like I feel like what used to bring all of our family together as well was our grandparents was why we all connected at Christmas time and then as soon as you lose the grandparents the whole family dynamic of Christmas sort of changed a little bit for us and all the cousins then have their own families so you don't see them anymore and the uncles and aunties that you used to see at Christmas time, we don't see anymore. And I get it's because now we've all created our own families but I feel like as you create your own families, you're also allowed to create your own traditions as well. You don't have to follow along and keep doing, well, for the, you know, 20 years of my life, Christmas meant we always went to grandma's house to, and we were with our cousins and my uncles and my aunties. So when I create a family and I have my children, that means that Christmas has to be exactly the same thing. And I think that's what I'm really acknowledging at the moment is that, okay, what do I want this to look like? And giving myself permission to create it the way I really want it to look. So, yeah. Mm. And you have full permission and the world it's, looks so different to how it used to look as well, just in, in every way, <laughs> you know. But um, going back to just my, my initial thing, like no matter how fast the world gets, no matter how much it changes, no matter, you know, all of these different things, yeah, I just feel magic magic can always be there and the magic's always there if you allow it to be if you choose to see that so yeah I respect you you bringing this up (laughs) Tiff and um yeah it's been it's been fun yeah and thank you for reminding me of the magic element that yeah I I think that's going to be something I'll try and incorporate into whatever I'm I'm coming up with so um thank you for listening and I hope if you do celebrate Christmas have a lovely Christmas and if you don't celebrate Christmas or you're like me and you're sitting on the fence about how the hell you want to celebrate Christmas, then enjoy however you want to spend this whole holiday festive end of year time of the year. So, And we hope you'll join us for our next episode. We wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we speak 
the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation and the Ghana people of the Ghana country. We pay respects to their elders past and present. Thank you for listening today and we hope you enjoy our future episodes.